Welcome back to Qualified Dropouts. Don't even know what episode this is this morning or today. I don't know why I said this morning, but is it morning? No, it's no, it's 3 p.m. now. Never mind. It's not morning. But Ian is not going to be here with us today. He is somewhere. I, I don't know where he is, either in Florida or Tennessee with his girlfriend, wherever he is. But we have Mr. Tiny Tino uh, with us today. He is a friend, business partner, um, successful entrepreneur with me today. If you want to go follow him on Instagram, it's Tiny Tino. And my dog is going crazy. Buddy, stop. All right, he's gonna relax. So yeah, Tino, he's been on he he's been on qualified dropouts before, but I like to bring him back every now and then. So uh, Tino, if you want to give yourself an introduction, you can. If not, yeah, keep it short. Um, I'm a short short king, certified. Uh, like Asher said, kind of kind of in the same realm as them. Started my coaching business, social media, all the fun stuff, and have really kind of exploded it this year. Moving down to Houston uh, and staying around these knuckleheads. So yeah, it's it's been a good journey. Um, definitely a good first year down here. But we got we got some got some big things planned for uh, 2023 that mm-hmm. I'm excited for. But yeah, keep a simple intro. Yeah. So th- a big question I get is. Hey man, I want to start. I have zero dollars. I have a phone. What should I do? So me and Tino are just going to basically start with you guys from step one. If we had zero dollars on iPhone and just completely like redo our journey in a way, um, I can speak for both of us here. Me and Tino don't regret anything that we've done in our life. We've learned from everything. But if we were to redo it, we would do it in these steps. Um, so, and we're just going to be mainly talking about content creation, what to sell, how to sell it, um, and kind of go along that lines and talk about what we would change. So, if you're wanting to become a content creator and want to start selling something in 2023, this episode is for you. If you're not, then, I mean, you can listen if you want, but I don't know how much value you're going to get out of it. But this is just a highly requested episode and a highly requested DM that... I get so let's let's go ahead and start. So, if you had zero dollars, Tino, and an iPhone, well, let's actually just discuss this first. Which platform would you start with first? Personally, I would have to say Instagram. Um, I don't think you can go wrong in a starting platform other than starting with YouTube because that is definitely the hardest to grow. But when it comes to wanting to truly build an audience and supporters, I think Instagram is the best way to build community just the way it's set up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, oh, crap, I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. It was something very, very important. Fuck, what was it? Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Shoot, now I'm on the spot, and I don't know. Um, yeah, you say Instagram. I I actually, Tina really likes Instagram. I started on TikTok. Um, but the thing is about, is about content creation is that you're able to disperse through all other platforms. So one thing that I really missed out on when I first started was I only stuck to TikTok. And this can work in some ways. Um, is sticking to one platform and really nailing it down and then just sticking with it. But the thing is, is if you're posting 
valuable content, you are able to disperse it through every platform and you can basically quadruple your reach. Not to mention these other platforms pay pretty damn well. So as you're promoting your brand, you are able to also make money from promoting your brand. That's that's actually what I what I forgot to say. So what we're talking about content creation wise, guys, we're talking about some type of value set or skill set that you have learned in your life. Or maybe you want to, you know, be funny on the Internet or be entertaining, whatever it may be. Um, That's what we're talking about when we're talking about like posting content. We're not just saying like post pictures of you in Italy and shit like that. We're like we're saying post valuable content that's going to bring some type of value to the world, whether it's you're going to make someone laugh. Maybe they're going to learn something. Maybe they're going to, I don't know, share with a friend, something like that. Just something valuable to the world. So that's that's what I mean by like posting content. So the first step that I would recreate from step one is instead of just sticking with TikTok, I would have definitely diversified through all platforms because it actually took me a little minute to get on Instagram. And then once I did it, I mean my Instagram engagement is so much better than my TikTok engagement now. It's crazy. Um, but y'all can use this thing called SnapTick if y'all start on TikTok where you can just download your videos that cancel the watermark and you can literally just copy and paste to all platforms. Yeah. It only takes like 30 seconds. So yeah. don't say you don't have time. Yeah. Um, it's not It's not like you have to put in extra work to build the other platforms. You should truly focus on building one and making content for one, but then sharing that content on other ones because you, if, if it does well on TikTok, 95% chance it's going to do well on any other app. Exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's a big thing that I thought about too is I was like, well, crap. I want to grow on these other platforms, but it's going to take a long time. It's like you don't need to do that. You need to focus on one platform, but then diversify your portfolio by just posting did he just? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's going to be stinky. Shit. My dog just ripped one right next to me. Um, wow. That's going to be stinky. Um, <laughs> anyways. So, yeah, that's the thing. When you start growing on these other platforms, you're not actually taking up a whole lot of time because the video is already made. All you need to do is copy, paste, post. And one thing I really wish I would have gotten on earlier was Facebook. We're going to go into a little bit about that. So, Tino, you want to start? Yeah, about Facebook? Yeah, about Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure you guys feel the same way, but when I started, I was like, you know what? This platform is too old. It has an older audience. Um, and, and that was truly the case. There wasn't much reach until they did the same thing as Instagram, considering they're both meta. They're owned by the same people. Um, and they really tried to, you know, make that mash more like one app because they've had a collab post collab post or post collabs where you post on Instagram it goes to Facebook it is an invite option that Instagram will give you but yeah I, I was the same way I didn't think there was much reach behind it I actually did a little more investigation into it when my account got hacked and because I, I had to kind of dig through the barrel and find something else that worked because Instagram was my main platform and I just started posting reels on there it started getting a lot of traction. Next thing you know, they're paying me better than any other platform. 
And I tried to get multiple people to understand how easy it was to make money from Facebook. And there's really only been one guy that's listened, being Asher. And now, now he's getting the same payout. So it's one of those things, again, I am doing literally zero extra work. I post on Instagram. It goes right to Facebook. The views pay me. That's, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... I. I don't even go through and respond to comments. You don't have to. It's pretty much their reels tab is pretty much just like a TikTok in the organic reach side. And most of the time it's not hitting any of your followers. Yep. And that's, that's actually a good, well, actually I want to say something. So my Facebook is actually reversed. So like, you know how on Instagram yours says post directly to Facebook. Yeah. Mine is actually reversed. My Facebook is, my Facebook says post directly to Instagram. I but, have that feature too. Oh, you do? Yeah. I don't have it on Instagram yet though. But anyways, that's that's besides the point. So yeah, I mean, my Facebook's a little bit glitched in that sense. But that's the crazy thing. Tino does no extra work. He posts on Instagram. It goes directly to Facebook. And he makes an extra couple thousand dollars a month just because he started on Facebook. So if you're trying to get a payout like relatively quick, I would start on Facebook, post in the morning, post at night, twice a day. It takes zero time, and then you're going to get it. I mean, literally, I've been doing it for maybe 40 days now, and my payout's over $1,000, and I've done no extra work. Maybe an extra two whole minutes a day. That's it. Yeah, pay payout to time ratio. I mean, two minutes for over 1000 You You guys say you don't have time, but... Yeah. You just don't actually want to do it. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's like every other platform. It does take time to grow. He was, you know, not getting any views for a long time, but he realized his settings were wrong, mm-hmm. changed his settings, and very quickly after he started getting views. Yeah. And guys, the biggest thing for any platform, and I actually had someone reach out, a girl reached out to me today about this and sent me like a long voice message just saying how uh, affected she's getting by like losing followers, not getting views, not wanting to post. It's discouraging. Guys, Stop looking at the views, especially yeah. when you start out, but especially as you go, because if you keep posting, the content will eventually blow up. People yeah. don't understand, like, yeah. it's never going to always blow up right away. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, they all look for consistency. If you're doing the same thing every day and it's good content, it's going to blow up eventually yeah. and it's going to get you followers. Exactly. So people give up quick and get discouraged when they don't see views. Post for three months every single day. It could even be once once a day, and I guarantee you, yeah. you're gonna start getting traction. People don't want to wait that long now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I actually wouldn't change about myself because that's actually something I didn't really look at that much was was views. And I I promise you guys, when y'all start posting content, y'all's content is gonna be so trash. It's gonna be so terrible. But analyze your content, you know, after a couple weeks, or just keep on doing it, and it's eventually gonna work. Like. You guys have to sat like the only sacrifice y'all have to make is time. If it's to sacrifice three months of low views and then that one video gets all the traction in the world and then you cash out three, four thousand dollars, I guarantee you that is going to be worth the three, four months wait. Right? Yeah. And that's one thing that college gets a lot of people. They're like, You're sacrificing four years, but you're guaranteed to get a job. And it's like, what if I told you you sacrifice six months to do this and your payout's gonna be ten thousand dollars a month and you work for yourself? That's the thing, though. A lot of people don't see the guarantee in it. People see the guarantee in college. But I guarantee you guys, this is something I can guarantee. If you do stick with it for six months, post twice a day, you will start to get paid out by these other platforms. And we're not even getting to the selling part of, like, what we're about to get into. Yeah. 
So that's the first part is content creation. Stick to one platform, but don't mitigate like all the other platforms. Literally just repurpose or download your content and post to all others. And you're going to, you're going to make an extra two to $3,000 a month just doing an extra five, 10 minutes of work a day. Like who wouldn't want that? All right. So that's the first thing. Second thing is learning what to sell to your audience. So me personally, um, I don't know, Tino, what, what would you change? What, what would you change in, in your content about, about what you sold? Because me and Tino both started selling fitness programs. Obviously both of us are fitness. That's still, well, I mean, yeah, that's still your main source of income. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's still my main source of income for the most part as well. And it probably will be for the next, for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be a big source because for me, I mean, even him, we've built a very sustainable business model that is sustainable because we provide results for our clients. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not one of those things where we just give you a plan. It's like full-blown coaching. Mm -hmm. So... When, when it comes to that side, I think it's always going to be a really big part for me. Um, as other things grow in the sense of making more money for views, meaning I'm probably getting more followers, it's going to lead to more clients as well yeah. because there's more eyeballs coming on the page. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's always going to be a big, big source for me. And, and your question was more like, what would I do different? Or what would I Would I sell something different? Or what, what was that big yeah, question? Yeah, just, I guess like, what would you have done different if you were to have Started started over from the beginning again. Honestly, I, I don't think I would have done much differently because I think everything I did led me to where I was. Yeah. I, it's, it's just like anything you do. At first, you're going to suck. Like, you're going to be horrible at it. When, mm. when I started coaching, I was... Again, this is not me bragging. This is me telling you, you can do it. I was in college full-time playing golf on a scholarship full-time. I did not have all this time in the world to put into social media and... and you know, clients. I was taking client check-in calls and sales calls on our seven-hour bus rides down the tournaments. Like I was doing it because that's the only time I had. But during that, I learned. Like I look back at my program from when I started till now. I even have I have one client that from he was like one of my first five clients when I started, still with me to this day. And him and I even talk about this. Is like there's so much that goes into it. There's you know you're you're never gonna be good at something when you start. Like you you could be decent at it. Yeah. But. After a year, two years of doing it, you're going to be really good. So for me, I don't think I would do anything differently. I, I mm-hmm. think everything that I did was, I mean, the only way you fail is if, like, you don't actually do the work. Yeah. You're going to learn from all your mistakes or letting the mistakes, and this kind of goes in social media, like, letting the downsides pull you down. Like, yeah. as long as that, that never happened to me, and I've really built a strong mindset. Like, there's been times I'm like, dude, I am just going to sleep all day. But I don't, but it's like, you know, I'm th- I'm hard on myself so the slightest bit of inconsistency or out of the flow with clientele drop off things like that you kind of start to panic yeah that's yeah that's that's the same thing with me it's kind of (laughs) crazy um but yeah so that's kind of the second thing is to go into is just sell something so whatever you're talking about right literally whatever you could be talking about how to run a faster marathon you could be talking about how to write proper emails you could talk about how to um, your content could be based around how to organize your fridge, right? There are so many different things you can post content about that's valuable to the world, and all you have to do is sell something that's related to that content. So let's let's take the fridge example. Why not? Because um, Will talks about it sometimes. 
And so let's say that your whole content is surrounded around organization, either for your desk, your refrigerator, your fucking bathroom, whatever. All right. So what do you sell then? What would you sell, Tino, if your whole content was – because I'm, I'm curious. What, what do you think we should sell? If we were focused on organization? If we're focused on organizing pantries, um, refrigerators, desk, if that's what our whole content is about, what do you think we should sell? Because this is like step number two. First is content creation. Next is once you build up an audience is sell something. So yeah. let's say we've built up an audience around organization. What would we sell with that? Uh, thinking about – or from a customer perspective, how, like, what would be most beneficial? I, I would say, like, organizement containers. Mm -hmm. Like, things, because you need something so simple that it sounds stupid, mm -hmm. but people use it. And just having, like, yep. containers. So that way they're not, like, okay, well, I need to put this on this side. This It's, you put, you know, your apples in the box, put it in the fridge. Yep. You put your notebooks in the binder, put it in the, in the you know, in the, not the pantry, your closet. The, the bin or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would probably say like organization, something in the sense of like organizational boxes or bins, something mm -hmm. like that. Yep. Boom. Nailed it. So that's kind of to go back on like me and me and Tino's perspective. Obviously, we're like more of a service base. But if we if we wanted to and, you know, a lot of other people do this as well. We started off in the fitness industry, so what do a lot of people sell? They sell their protein powder. They sell their pre-workout. Um, they have a code, their affiliates, and stuff like that. Um, but you can sell anything attached to the value that you are providing to the world. All right? So let's say that let, – let's give another example. Let's say your content is based around how to run faster miles. All right? So a cool thing about what you could sell if you were going this route is you could say – you know, hey, I have a full PDF document down below. It's only $15, and it teaches you an eight-week program on how to increase your mile time after eight weeks. Boom. Sell it for $15, $20, bucks, and I guarantee you the more you post on TikTok, more eyeballs are going to come to your page, and you can put this link everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere like that, and I guarantee you you're going to get sales on that one PDF. L literally, Ian does it too. Yeah. Like Ian's a coach, but Ian has a PDF document that sells an eight week program. And I think it's only 50 bucks. And I think he made like $800 last month mm. just because the people that can't afford his service based coaching. He's like, I have this PDF boom buy this 50 bucks. and It's going to get you results and bam, it does it. Yeah. So there's a lot of things you can sell. Just make sure that it's attached to the value you are providing to your audience and the world in general. All right. So, what's step number three, Tino? If we were to start from nothing. Do it. <laughs> like, actually do it. Yeah. Um, and, and what I mean by do it is don't just come up with a master plan and then never actually execute on it because the only way, and this is kind of part of what we said last last part, but the only way you're going to know if you're doing it right, what you're doing well, what you're not doing well, is by actually trying. So, part, I, I mean, step three alone after looking at everything would be, I mean, you could even name that the master plan, like actually come up with a game plan. Mm -hmm. You can't just go into it. I mean, you can, but organization, if you can get on top of that early, as you grow, it's going to be so much easier. Mm. Yeah. So. I think the proper word would be obsession mm -hmm. because um, just with the DMs and comments that I've received and stuff like that, a lot of people like to say, 
I want to try it out. I want to do this. I want to do it, but I'm not motivated to do it. And it's like, well, we're talking about we're talking about strictly making cash right here. This is what this podcast is about. We're talking about strictly making money. If you're not motivated to make money, well, then you need to work for someone else. Because if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to make cold, hard cash, you have to be absolutely obsessed with it. All right? Your, your brain has to be wired in this obsession where it's like, you wake up, you think about it. You wake up, you think. Like, it's like an obsession where you have to almost, like, challenge yourself and be better than the person you were the day before. That's just how it is. That's how you need to wire your brain to do that. And if it's not wired to be like that, well, then I don't know if this game's for you. Because every entrepreneur I've ever spoken with ever, everyone has a very big obsession with building something very, very big. So... I don't know if you can really teach obsess- obsession, but shit, it's a trait me and Tino both have, and it's just, it's, I don't know if you can really teach that, but that's really like the third step, is you have to really, really become obsessed with what you're doing and be willing to take a lot of sacrifices, and that's one thing that I really wouldn't change from starting from zero, because I made all the necessary sacrifices for sure. Yeah. No, I, I agree, because if, if you don't have the obsession, I can promise you you're going to lose. Whether you're going to lose to yourself or your competition, you're going to lose. So if early on you don't have the passion for it, there's two things. Either it's not what you enjoy doing, maybe find something else, or you know, being an entrepreneur isn't for you. So you got to kind of look and evaluate that before you, know, you get to step seven where you're actually doing it, because you don't want to get trapped in a situation where you're still hating your job even though you work for yourself because then you might as well go work for someone else and not have any stress because you will have a lot of stress being the owner. You don't really ever, like you're never not working because being the owner, especially even having only one or two employees, you got to have your phone nonstop because a client could call you. uh, One of your employees could have a a question that they don't know the answer to. So you're always on your phone. You're you're always checking your emails. So yeah, you you truly got to love what you do because you're going to work more than, you know, nine to five worker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to stop it. I just wanted to give y'all like quick three steps. It's just a popular DM. I get a lot like, how to actually start from nothing. That's how you start, guys. So if I continue to get these DMs about like, hey, I have nothing, how do I start? Then I'm just going to redirect you all to this specific podcast. But let's kind of take another frame because New Year's is coming up in uh, 2023. So me and Tina are going to dive into a little bit about what 2023 um, has upon us. So now that 2023 is upon us, I think Ian and I talked about this a little bit last episode was about vision goals and, or vision goals, vision boards and setting goals and stuff like that. But Tino and I are going to quickly discuss how to properly set goals because some goals that I hear are like just a little bit too ridiculous and like, I don't want to say unrealistic because it's good to, I, I think it's healthy to make a little bit unrealistic goals, something I really strive for. Um, but I want to break down how to actually properly set goals. So, well, actually, let's let's hear some of your goals, Tino, before we start. Some of my goals are how I set my goals. Your goals. Uh, so I, I kind of break mine down into sections, and, and I focus on three sections because that's kind of what 
is me as a person and, and what I'm trying to really develop. But the first one being social media. Um, I do set number goals. I know people don't like doing that because in a sense you don't have control over it. But for me, it keeps me hungry, keeps me chasing something. So for social media, I set 250K on Instagram as well as YouTube and then 100K on Facebook. Seeing my growth this year, um, I already know it's going to be crazy yeah. next year. Uh, and, and I don't plan on stopping post like stop posting at all. So I think... You know, th- those are my social media goals because that kind of lines with my business. A couple business goals I have is hiring my first two assistant coaches. Um, it's something I've been wanting to do for a while, and my business is finally at the point run rate that I can do it and actually have the time to train someone because my assistant is fully trained, taking care of everything. So now I can train someone. So mm-hmm. I want to hire um, two, two assistant coaches, a female and a male. And... Another big one I set is kind of more on the income investment side, and that is get my first investment property, so my first real estate property, as well as continue in my current investment, uh, I guess you could say plan that I'm doing, X amount that I'm putting in a month, and the certain stocks I'm picking, and just overall, you know, making, building wealth the right way. So Mm -hmm. I have a couple goals set like that. I mean, nothing crazy. Um, actually it's all crazy and it should be because yeah. if it doesn't scare you, that like motivation filler isn't going to be there. You're going to be like, mm-hmm. Oh, I only want to make, you know, 60 K this year. I can take a couple of days off and I'll be fine. Like, no, mine's like, Hey, if you take a day off, you not going to hit it. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of why I said, I set big goals, 250 K. I mean, that's, that's a quarter of a million. Uh, but I truly think I can do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I discussed about my goals, or did I discuss it last episode? Maybe I did, maybe I didn't, I don't know. But anyway, I, I'm, m- most, people, m- most people know my goals that um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and shit. I talk about them a lot. So how to set goals. I'll, I'll talk about one of mine. So I'm, I'm a numbers guy too. So one of my big things is 100K on YouTube this year. So h- how do you... How do you think that you can hit 100K on YouTube? Because a lot of people set goals and then they're like, okay, that's, that's it. So you, there are a bunch of like sub goals that go into it, right? So my sub goals that go into it are one video long form a day, two shorts per day on YouTube, all right? And then on top of that, I post three to four videos diversified on all other platforms promoting my long-form video. And those are like the sub-goals I have for myself that I have to execute on a day-in and day-out basis. And that is how you basically reach the long-term goal. And I mean, I'm almost at 7K, so and the new year hasn't even started. And the thing is, is I think, I just believe that once you get to a certain point, on YouTube, it just it compound interest and it keeps on getting higher and higher. The views get bigger and bigger. Um, it should be in a linear fashion. So I I think 100K is very reasonable for me, but I set a bunch of sub-tier goals to, you know, reach the 100K mark. And that can go with financial too. I think that's a low, low goal. You think? Yeah. Oh, I don't think it Dude, is. Dude, you've literally grown an Instagram platform over 60K in a couple months. Every other YouTube platform is the same way. You're only setting 100K? Dude, change that. I'm serious. I'm serious. I I just gained 15,000 subscribers in a month. 
But uh, you, you got to think also, your shorts do good on YouTube. Mine don't. Not yet. Mine didn't for... I, I've been posting before, like, well well before you. Mine didn't start blowing up until a month ago. It's just like Instagram. Yeah. Maybe you I better change, change that goal. It. Yeah, you better change it. What should that. I change it to then? At least 150. Oh. Maybe 200. Mine, mine said at 250. Okay. So yours needs to be higher. Dude, if I if I hit 250K subs on you YouTube... Mean you mean when? You mean when? Huh? You mean when you Well, w- yeah, like... Okay. When? When I hit 200... Yep. Well, I'm saying... Because I can't tell the future. If I do hit 250K subs in 2023... Bro, that's like 240,000 subscribers in one year. Because I'm going to probably be Jesse around Jesse James like did 900K in a year. Yeah. Like, that's that's craziness, bro. Yeah. that That's why I set my goal. At first, I was going to say 100K. But I'm like, I'm already at 22K on YouTube. And I do really well short form... So I have a feeling 100K would probably be like quarter two. Um, And then I looked at some of the other YouTubers that I'm very similar to, like Jesse James. And I was like, he just shocked the world by hitting a million in a year. Mm -hmm. Why can I not do a quarter of a million? Yeah. So, yeah, I I think think we got to raise your goals up a little bit. You got to stop being scared. Wow. (laughs) Well, I, I must say, and I tweeted this, my 100K was set i said i literally tweeted i was like goals are set the plan is set goal 100k on youtube by the end of 2023 starting point 1.17k the thing is though this was like a month ago yeah so that's i mean i can change it but the thing is what's crazy about this is i stuck to that plan that i executed on with with my editor and my team and stuff like that and we're already growing crazy. Exactly. So that's what happens when you actually yep. set like mini goals into the big goal. Because if you set a goal and you don't do anything about it, well, then nothing's going to happen. You yeah. got to set mini goals that go along with it. Yeah. So let's let's talk about let's talk about because what financial goals do you have? I didn't hear that. Uh, my financial goals, I, I I don't really put a number on it because I yeah. just want to pretty much continue what I did this year for the next five to 10 years because of the way I'm investing and properly reallocating the money. I it's, it's going to set me up for my future. Yeah. Um, so my, my goals are pretty much to keep doing the same thing, really build, obviously get my first real estate property and continuing with my current stock investment uh, strategy. And then just, I mean, I set a goal of making 200K next year because I know I can do it. Mm. Um, I don't really care if it's more or less as long as, you know, I'm, I'm staying around the ballpark of where I'm at now uh, and just, you know, improving a couple things. But that, that side is not too important because I just need to make enough to pay the bills and keep investing the amount I am and I'm going to be completely fine. So mm. that's kind of the plan with that. Yeah, so that was that goes on to my next, like, financial goal. And I actually get so many questions about this as people will ask me, I need to start investing in the stock market. I'm 16. What's your advice? And I'm like, guys, I haven't even started investing myself. <laughs> I've just been building capital for myself. Yeah. Um, so that's a big thing for me. And I want to I teach you guys along this journey as well about what I'm investing in, um, how I'm actually diversifying my portfolio. So that's like one of my big goals is uh, learning more about the stock market, putting stuff in, setting myself up and my future family for it. So... I'm going to break down the sub goals for that. All right. So how do you properly invest in the stock market? So first things first, you need to decrease the amount of money you are spending on a month to month basis 
or you need to increase the money that you make. So for most of you guys watching, y'all probably don't own businesses yet. Y'all probably are working for someone else, which is perfectly fine. So what you need to do is you need to cut out expenses that are useless. So going out to eat more, um, going on dates, um, fucking drinking, drinking, uh, buying pot, whatever it may shopping. be. Shopping. Shopping, yes. Why, what are you shopping for? Yeah, what, like, yeah, no one cares about your fucking Gucci shit. Like, bro, uh, this is kind of off topic, but bro, the big brands, Gucci, yeah. bro, if you wear that big brand stuff, you look insecure. I hope everyone knows that. Like, you look so, like, you're basically showing people to the world that I have enough money to buy a $100 shirt. Like, it's, no one gives a shit. So, let's just get that out. Let's just get that out in the air. Yeah. So, the thing is with me is um, my income is slowly increasing month after month. But, however, I've also decreased some of the expenses that I had. I cut back on a lot of things. So, in my mind, I'm kind of growing at twice the rate, low-key. But what I'm doing is is I'm taking that money, and instead of keeping it in my checking account, I'm going to put it in my um, savings account to eventually use that to invest in a portfolio. Tina's going to teach me a lot about that this year. Um, and that's just kind of how you do it. And then you set aside money each month that's comfortable. You don't want to invest too much to the point where, like, you just – fuck yourself and you can't pay bills. Um, but to keep money in your checking account is just kind of stupid. Um, obviously you want enough money to pay for your bills, but like, I don't know, to be like, yo dude, look, I got like fucking 80 grand in my checking. It's like, why? Yeah. Like if you do, you better have the same amount invested. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Simple as that. If you exactly. have that much, you, you better be doing something with you, you better be worth a lot more money than 80K. Yeah, exactly. Just keep it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, you know, people like Alex Harmozy, he, yeah, he, he may have 80K in his checking, but, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he also has a lot of stuff invested, but we're not, I guarantee you, multimillionaires are not watching this podcast, but, no, probably not yet. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah, but, so yeah, that's that's a big thing with me is I'm gonna start investing this year. Um, but the sub goals that go along with that is decreasing my expenses and increasing my um, income earning, and that's kind of like the sub goal that goes with the investing is because I'm gonna put that money towards stocks and shit like that. So, what what topic are we on? We just rambled for a while. Yeah, we did goals. It was pretty much just all goals. Oh, just goals. Yeah. All right. Um, what's what's one more and your sub goal with it? Um, I mean, we pretty much covered it because it was social media income yeah. and investment or business and investment. Yeah. So I'll I'll tell I'll tell y'all my last goal and then we're gonna wrap up this Potter. Um, so one of my last goals that I have set for twenty twenty three is I'm actually releasing a a course um, late July. So my sub goals to go up with that is basically building out modules through that each month. And that's going to eventually get me to my desired goal. Um, if I just set, say like, I'm going to build a course and that's it. Obviously the work's not going to get done. So you have to set small goals with that. So each month I have planned out a specific module, one I want to build each month and make it very, very good. So by the time that six months is there, I'm going to have everything finalized. I'm going to have more than enough time to polish it, make it look good and start selling for anyone that wants to buy it in the world. But 
I think that's going to wrap up this episode. I know it was a little bit shorter. Ian's not here. Tino was here to fill in and make this one a banger. So I hope you guys enjoyed. All I ask is if y'all can share this to someone who is trying to become successful with you. And you got anything else, Tino? No. Yeah, just go do it. All right, guys. I will talk to y'all on the next episode. Peace.